The show you love with even more local, local news. news and more local talk. talk. The voice of the valley. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here's your host, Mike Douglas. And welcome to this Tuesday afternoon edition of the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas with you. Here your personal concierge for conversation as we get things going. Still early in the week here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. I, I want to spend quite a bit of time uh, today exploring the various facets of this unusual incident that it occurred yesterday as the FBI conducted a raid. And yes, that's what it was. Uh, they can spin it however they want. It was a raid on Donald Trump's uh, home in Mar-a-Lago, Florida. Now, why are we doing that again, Mike? Because I believe we have not just looked down the road of peace at uh, November 2022 as a tipping point, I think it's our Rubicon, and I'll explain that in a moment. Patriot Post today posted a quote from James Madison back in 1792. James Madison said, Where an excess of power prevails, property of no sort is duly respected, No man is safe in his opinions, his person, his faculties, or his possessions. Hmm. Doesn't that relate to where we are today? Patriot Post also offered uh, these nuggets of wisdom. They said this is the same FBI that falsified evidence to the FISA court in order to obtain a warrant to spy on Donald Trump, Associate Carter Page, and thereby enabled it to spy on Donald Trump and his entire team. Patriot Post saying, So if you're thinking the FBI deserves the benefit of the doubt when it comes to decency and credibility and integrity, well, think again. They go on to say, No, this ain't your daddy's FBI. Much as it pains us to say it, this is Joe Biden's FBI, his Praetorian Guard. This is a nakedly corrupt FBI that has finally been exposed by more than a dozen whistleblowers, an FBI led by a gutless bureaucrat who last week skipped out on a serious grilling from Senate Judiciary Committee Republicans so he could board the FBI's private Gulfstream 550 jet to vacation at his summer home in the Adirondacks. I hear some of my thoughts, and I, again, I as, as I always offer my thoughts to you, I know I am not beyond seeing things through a filter. And I could be wrong. But the point of us having this time together from 3 to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday is to talk about things that affect us directly. And this incident yesterday does affect you and me directly. It does. Let me offer some of my viewpoints for you to think about. A little bit later on, we're scheduled to have Congressman Richard Pombo joining us, and I'll be interested to get his take 
as a former member of Congress on what he sees, how he sees a response to it. It'll be interesting coming up within the next 20 minutes or so. But let me offer you some of my personal thoughts here. I believe we've crossed the Rubicon. What does that mean? Well, you go back in history. January 10, 49 B.C., the Roman general Julius Caesar defied an ultimatum that was given to him by the Roman Senate if he brought his veteran armies across the river Rubicon in northern Italy the Republic would be in a state of civil war. Now, Caesar was fully aware of the momentous nature of his decision, but he ignored the warning, and he began to march south on Rome. He crossed the Rubicon River. And so the phrase to cross the Rubicon means to do something that is so decisive that there's no turning back. Well, I believe now the FBI has been corrupted and is now demonstrably the the above-the-law enforcement arm of the Democratic Party and the socialists right now who have hijacked the Democratic Party and who run it out of Washington, D.C. So I no longer see November 8, 2022 as a tipping point anymore, but as a hill that must be taken by nonviolent, ethical, constitutional, rule-of-law means, else we are no better than the corrupt leaders in the White House, the corrupt leaders in the House of Representatives, the corrupt leaders in the Senate, and the old guard establishment Republicans included in that group. I believe in order to preserve the genius of the Constitution of the United States and the Declaration of Independence, we must commit to overcoming evil with good. We must use the last vestiges of the rule of law and the republic available to us to right a sinking ship. We can no longer reply, or let me rephrase it, we can no longer rely upon the spineless old guard, the spineless establishment Republicans to save the Republic, they will continue to rearrange the chairs on the Titanic as it slips into its deep grave. But I also believe we must not cower in the fetal position and and get hysterical with woe is me, woe is me. That only emboldens the opposition. It emboldens the enemy. And by the way, the enemy is not us. Don't buy that. The enemy is the enemy. Don't believe the lies. I believe the way to win is to stand in the light of what we know to be true no matter what. And to stand firm without retreating. It is the truth that sets us free, not hackneyed political spin and, and, and worn-out political chess games. And I also believe that we must give ear and honor to younger bearers of the truth who may not look like us, who may not eat like us, who may not even have voted like us in the past. We must ensure they are heard. 
And if their voices ring with the sound of truth, and if they demonstrate an affinity for preserving and building up the family, for protecting the Judeo-Christian ethics and worldview upon which this nation was built, and if they show the capacity to lead, and if they do, then we may need to get out of the way and have enough humility to admit that the likes of Tim Scott, the likes of emerging leaders such as Texas Congresswoman Myra Flores or fellow Texans Cassie Garcia and Monica De La Cruz and, and Yelsey Vega in Virginia, they have the right stuff, I think, to right the ship and to forge a new uncompromising pathway to redemption for a nation that is succumbing to the lies and the deceptions of the woke and socialist agendas. This raid on Donald Trump's house yesterday, I believe, casts a deathly pall upon future elections. Unless we are willing to cross our own Rubicons, in November 22 and November 2024 and risk the pushback that a desperate and increasingly corrupt culture bent on self-destruction that they will launch against us and they will launch stuff against us. We need to be willing to stay the course. I believe it's time for you and me to be bold It's time for us to be truth-tellers. It's time for us to sacrifice whatever we need to sacrifice to stand firm in the light of truth, to stand fast upon the principles of the worldviews that we share, and to never, ever, ever give up. And those who want to crawl into that fetal position and cry and moan and woe is me, Not with you. Sorry. I think we need to stand firm, stay the course, and be willing to take whatever hits we need to take to stand for what's true and to stand up against the woke culture that is bent on destroying the United States of America. I'll tell you someone that I think has honesty and integrity. His name's Dan Phipps. If you need to sell your home, you need to realize that interest rate hikes, they're slowing home price growth right now in some areas, but you can still get top dollar for your home right now, and you can do it with Dan Phipps. Now, if you're worried about leaving money on the table, well, call the agent I recommend, Dan Phipps. Dan's proprietary system is designed to maximize your sales price, and Dan guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours for full market value, or he'll sell it for free. You're in complete control, no required costly repairs, no long-term contracts, and you can even pick your move date. 
Matthew and Misty in Riverbank, they had a mess with their rental home. They were receiving less than their payment, and uh, and they were owing more than they were receiving. It, they thought, listen, we, we can't do this. We can't, even if we sell it, we're not going to come out ahead. But Dan Phipps delivered a miracle. In fact, he set a record price for their neighborhood and freed them to move on. So call Dan Phipps. Dan is the man I recommend. He's the only agent to guarantee multiple offers in 72 hours or it's sold free. Call Dan Phipps, 209-593-1111 or go to danphipps.com. That's Dan Phipps with three P's, D-A-N-P-H-I-P-P-S, Com. Mike Douglas Show continues in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here's more with the voice of the valley, Mike Douglas on Power Talk 1360 KFIV and streamed on the iHeartRadio app. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Right now we have the privilege of having joining us here on the program a man who's been through it before. He is Congressman Richard Pombo. Uh, a lot of wisdom, a lot of experience. Uh, Richard, welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Thanks for taking time to be with us today. Uh, good afternoon, Mike. Glad to be on. Well, let let us have your broad brush evaluation of what happened yesterday at Mar-a-Lago and what you think the fallout's going to be from that. Well, you know, to be perfectly honest, I I watched it yesterday evening unfold, and I I shuddered down to my boots. I, I could not believe what was going on, and the history of this country, the the tra- tradition that we have, I I just could not believe that they had stooped to this level and to watch them raid the home of a previous president of the United States on what is now said to be the that he took documents from the White House and had them stored at, in his home I I just could not believe what I was watching happen. The, these people have just gone completely off the rails. This is crazy. Uh, this is way beyond anything I could ever imagine happening. You know, I was in Congress when Bill Clinton was the president and this is a man that actually committed crimes. He and Hillary were, and nobody can dispute that they committed crimes when they were in the White House, and their home was not raided. When Hillary Clinton became Secretary of State and obviously committed crimes, and the FBI said she committed crimes, Nobody raided her house. When Richard Nixon was president and committed crimes and resigned in disgrace, nobody raided his house. 
Nobody raided Barack Obama's house after he left the presidency. We, we have never seen this in the history of the United States. We have never seen the politicization of the FBI and the Department of Justice that we are witnessing today. And I, I, I don't care if you like Trump, hate Trump, it, it doesn't matter. You ought to be enraged over what just happened in the last 24 hours, because this is this is beyond anything that we have ever seen. You know, it, it was horrible when Barack Obama politicized the IRS and went after conservative groups, but to go after the former president and and maybe the future president, the candidate for presidency, and to use the Justice Department and the FBI to do that, this is not something that happens in my United States of America. This is something that happens in places like Nicaragua or Venezuela. This is not there's nothing okay about doing this. Richard Pombo, uh, Congressman Richard Pombo, our, our guest. Richard, as you look back at your time in Congress, uh, let, let's just do a what if. Place yourself in Congress. You may not want to do that right now, but let's, let's put you back in Congress right now. What, what, given the, uh, the the majority in uh, in the House of Representatives and uh, the one vote majority in the Senate, as a Congress person, what can you do at this point in the light of all this? Are are, are you really powerless to do anything? No, you're not powerless. I mean, you can't. You know, obviously, you can't call out. And, and change what what just happened. But you can complain about it. You can demand hearings on it. Um, if I was serving in the House today, I, I would be demanding that, that Merrick Gartland and, and FBI Director Ray appear before Congress for, for hearings, whether it's the House or Senate. I would be demanding that they come up and explain themselves um, if for some reason they can't appear before, you know, the Judiciary Committee. I would ask them to appear before the commit the Intelligence Committee. I, I would be demanding answers right now on on what's going on. And and as I said, you know, I don't care what your position is on Trump like him, hate him, whatever. This is this is wrong. This is really wrong because their their reasoning for going in was that he possibly had documents that that were classified that he took from the White House. They were had ongoing discussions. They met a little over a month ago, between the attorneys of justice and, and Trump's attorneys. 
the the former president stopped by the meeting just to tell everybody hello, hope hope Paul is going good, and and encourage them to find some some resolution to this dispute. A little over a month later, they're raiding his house. It's not you know you go from from having a, a discussion, a, a negotiation as to what was classified, what wasn't, to nuclear war. I mean, you, you don't go into somebody's house unless you have no other option. And that's what happened. And I just, I, I still can't believe, I mean, it's been a little over 24 hours. I still can't believe they did this. It, it, you don't do stuff like this, especially to a political opponent. And that's what Joe Biden allowed to happen or what his I, – I shouldn't say that because Joe Biden do, can't even put on a sport coat by himself. It, 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 that This is what his administration did, and, and that's just plain wrong. I, I think that's a, a salient point that we need to remember. Again, our guest, uh, Congressman Richard Pombo, and that is even if uh, President Biden did not order this, uh, it's his administration <laughs> and it's his attorney general. And you can bet the attorney general knew about this. There, there's no way that Merrick Garland did not know about this. And uh, he had to personally approve this. There's uh, no way this happened without his personal approval of it. Absolutely. When we come back with Congressman Richard Pombo, uh, Richard, I want to talk about the FBI, our perceptions of it, how that's changing. What do we need to do in the future? All that coming up in five minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Don't go away. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. KFIV is your place online. Let's get social with Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Our special guest right now, Congressman Richard Pombo, (laughs) bringing us a, a very unique perspective as someone who has served in the hallowed halls of Washington, D.C. Richard, as we look at this raid last night uh, by the FBI on uh, former President Richard, uh, former President Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago, you think this, uh, is it orchestrated? Is this a case of loose cannons being drunk with power, doing their own, uh, doing their own thing? What do you think? Is, is this an orchestrated thing that's happening here, do you think? Oh, absolutely. I think it's uh, those at the at the top in the Justice Department and the FBI that have a a vendetta against the former president. Um, I think we saw during the the whole Russia collusion hoax that there were those in power, those that were you know pulling the strings that that did not like and loathe the former president and would do anything in their power to to go after him 
and and we're still seeing that play out. I think one of the biggest mistakes that that Trump made when when he became president was that he didn't clean house of of all of those in in top level positions in in every agency, mm-hmm. not just the FBI and DOJ, but every agency that he should have have done have cleaned house and got rid of all of them and he didn't do that uh, i think he was under the you know the the bad impression that these people would play square and and they never in washington there's no such thing i mean uh, you're on the red team or the blue team and that's that's the way you're going to play it and a lot of these people came in under under barack obama and they did what they could to to go after him as as we look at this richard the the assault upon donald trump really began when when he came down the escalator with melania uh, don't you think i mean it seems like the uh, the effort to discredit him to, well, more than that, I would say the effort to destroy him really began at that point, and it just got yeah. just got worse, uh, don't you think? Yeah, no, there's no question that that's, you know, August two, 2015 is when they decided to go after him, and the mainstream media, the legacy media, played along with it because it it created viewership it created clicks for them and and people would turn in to see the latest trashing of Donald Trump regardless of the issue and so they went along with it but the the attacks began began the the minute that that he said he was going to run for president there's there's no question that's when it all started Congressman Richard Pombo, our our guest, Richard, as uh, we look at the FBI, I don't know about you, but when I grew up as a kid, the FBI was, wow, that, that was something sacred. Uh, that was something, oh, yeah. right? It, it, it was it was like an icon. It, it was something that you could trust in. It was a rock that, that you could uh, stand upon that, that would be just. And let, let's talk about right now, Let's talk about the FBI. What has this done to the image of, to the perception of the FBI for the future? Well, it's it's destroyed the image that that most people have of the FBI, and 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 I hate to say that because I was one that was always pro law enforcement that always voted to to increase the budget of the FBI. Um, I had and have friends that were FBI agents, people that I trusted, that uh, I I trusted with my life, literally trusted with my life. And I I would do anything for those agents. And I, I know that one particular agent, because you've had him on on your show before, I, I would trust him to have my back n- no matter what. Yes. And most FBI agents are in, are, are in that class. They're they're good people. They're they do their job. They're nonpartisan. They do what they have to do. But 
what we've seen happen over the last six, eight years is that they've politicized the leadership of the FBI, and it, it has destroyed their reputation. Nobody used to question the FBI. They were the top, and nobody would ever question that. And what we've seen happen in the last few years here has destroyed them as as an organization and it's going to take a lot to to rebuild that trust and whoever the next president is after 24 is going to have to clean house at the the top level of of the FBI and get rid of all those people and bring in bring in people that that can actually do the job on a nonpartisan straight up basis Congressman Richard Pombo, our guest. That brings up an interesting uh, question to think about, Richard, and that is how deep do you think you have to go? I I think of uh, the principle of the fruits of the poison tree when it comes to evidence. And, And we're talking about poison that is seeping now into I, I probably the rank and file. As, uh, as a congressman, how far do you think you'd need to go in order to replace people and allow the FBI to, to earn back the reputation that it once had? Well, you've got to go at least down beyond the second or third level when it comes to when it comes to D.C., when it comes to the leadership in D.C. And I think that all of those people need to go because either they're either they caused the problem or they were complicit in it and they allowed it to happen. And so you need to get rid of all of those people. You need to reach out to some of the offices across the country and bring in seasoned veterans people that have been around for a while that have not been compromised by the politics and and start filling the those positions with people from across the country and and most importantly you need to find somebody to be the director of the FBI who takes his job seriously and is not is not just some partisan hack and what we've got with Director Ray, unfortunately, is somebody that I think just bows to his master and will do will do whatever in order to stay in good graces. And, and quite frankly, I, I know that with Trump you have somebody that was a, an exception to the rules, somebody that came in there and was not part of – uh, 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 of the deep state was not part of the, you know, the crowd when it came to to Washington and was willing to upset the apple cart, and and that was one of the things that I liked the most about him was he came in there wanting to change what was going on and was willing to, as they say, drain the swamp and and really get in there and change things. And, you know, as somebody that really didn't like his personality but loved the result, I can tell you that 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 scared a lot of the the establishment within D.C. who was comfortable with the way things were. And it didn't matter if it was 
a Republican getting elected or a Democrat getting elected, they weren't going to upset the apple cart. They weren't going to go into the temple and turn over the tables. They were going to let things go as they had been going for decades. And and he didn't do that. He He changed things. And that upset a lot of people, but that needs to happen. We need to have somebody like that go in there and change things because what's been happening for the last several decades is not it, that's not good that's not the united states of america that is you know uh, uh, going back to letting the elite rule what's happening and we can't have that we need to let the people rule what's happening and uh, under the current system that's almost impossible Absolutely. Congressman Richard Pombo, I know you got to run. Real quick question that I think you can probably answer fairly succinctly. Do you think there's hope? Oh, absolutely. And this is the United States. I believe in our Constitution. I believe in our history. I believe in our republic. And we can fix this. We just have to elect the right kind of leaders that are willing to stand up and and make a difference that are willing to stand up and say no dc doesn't rule the people rule and we're going to change the way things are happening well said Uh, congressman richard pombo thanks so much for spending time with us today appreciate your observations and uh, we'll look forward to your next visit as well well thanks for having me mike All right. Again, our thanks to Congressman Richard Pombo for joining us today. I'm sure many of you have uh, some comments, have some reaction to what you've heard today. So we're going to open up the phones 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. By the way, uh, our uh, resident retired FBI agent uh, among our listening audience uh, sent me a message He says, the FBI used to stand for fidelity, bravery, and integrity. Now, because of Director Ray, it stands for fake subpoenas, bullying parents at PTA meetings, and insurrections in complicity with the Department of Justice. There's something for you to think on. The Mike Douglas Show will be back with your phone calls, 209-551-3483. We'll also hear uh, some excellent, excellent analyses by Alan Dershowitz, uh, some great reactions by Marco Rubio. And I also, there's a very poignant reaction from Victor Davis Hansen. Uh, great uh, professor and commentator. All that coming up in three minutes as the Mike Douglas Show continues right here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. A pastor with passion, a minister with manners. Now back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Our phone number here, 209-551-3483. As we continue the conversation here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV about the sobering ramifications of the FBI raid on the Mar-a-Lago home of former President Donald Trump 
yesterday. We're opening the phones, 209-551-3483 for your reactions. Uh, let's go down the road a piece, uh, a little bit east of us here to Houston. Rodney, Rodney, welcome. What are your thoughts today? Well, God bless you, Mike. I got to tell you that uh, I'm a little concerned because we aren't teaching our children why the Constitution is so important and why the rule of law is so important. And uh, and I think that's why it's going to be an uphill battle to get our, our uh, country back to a, a, a law-abiding country. I think, Rodney, you're, you're exactly right. It is going to be an uphill battle. It's not going to be a light switch that you turn on and off. Uh, it, it, you, if you think about how the opposition has gotten us to where we are today, it took a long time. And so I agree with you. I, I think it will take uh, a long time, but I, I believe it's, it's worth the effort to do that. Rodney, what would be one thing that you would like to see changed in our educational system right now that, that might help us get there? Go back to civics. I learned mm. civics when I was in high school. Yeah, that, that seems to be so uh, lacking, doesn't you know, it? Our children understand. So our children understand what the, what the law is about and why it's so important that we follow it uh, with each other. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you 100%. Rodney from Houston, a great observation there. Our phone number here as we uh, reflect upon, the again, the sobering ramifications of the FBI raid yesterday on Donald Trump's home in uh, Mar-a-Lago. Our phone number here, 209-551-3483. Uh, let's go to Eden from Modesto. Eden, welcome back. What's on your mind today? Uh, Mike, how are you today? Good. Uh, the reason I called, because yesterday, me and my son, we watched the whole, what it was happening in Florida. That, it was happening, I talked to my son, it was happening in my back home, which is, we are in third, in back home in Iraq, during the Saddam Hussein, he was in power. It's happened every day, without court order, without anything, without any. They want to arrest anybody in the street. But I feel so sorry that happened in 2022. And in August, which is yesterday, it was eight in America and Florida. But the reason that was happened, because they want to thread this guy, which is this guy, the God they sent him to save America and American people like you and me because I am immigrant to America, but you are born in America. But just I want to say to the whole American people, go ahead, wake up, and enough is enough. That stupid, the evil, they are working from up. Today, the White House, he say, uh, sleepy Joe, he don't know anything about this situation, what was happening with but God, he will support this guy and maybe announce today or 
weeks. Yeah, Eden, your uh, well, your your cell phone's breaking up a little bit uh, on us, but Eden, I think your perspective is so valuable. Uh, hailing from Iraq, as I, I believe, and you have seen where this leads. And I appreciate your comment just a, a moment or so ago where you said, wake up. America does need to wake up to what's true, acknowledge it, and then we need to be about the business of making the corrections we need to make. Eden, thanks so much for your call. Really appreciate that. And again, you bring a, an excellent uh, perspective. John from Brentwood, uh, welcome to the show today. You've got about two minutes. John, uh, what's on your mind about this today? Real quick, Mike, the FBI is just a complete joke, and I think this could be the straw that broke Camel's back as far as Trump's decision to run again. I don't know why he would want to put up with this for another four years, but if he were to run, I think the perfect choice for vice president with the way the Hispanics are leaving a Democrat party would be Marco Rubio, and if Trump didn't run, I would wholeheartedly support Marco Rubio in his run. I believe he's a man of integrity. He was my guy, actually, in the last election. You know, not this last one, but the one that Trump won before he went out. And I think, I think with the Hispanics leading the Democratic Party, I think that would be a solid choice as far as securing the, the nomination, securing the presidency, and with a really good chance of things go halfway decent of completing two terms. And if Trump picks him and does win, Trump will not run for another term. Marco Rubio will be able to take over and run again. I just think that could play out to the favor of the of the right. I think it's a good point, John. I, I'm wondering, you made a good point. I don't know why Donald Trump would want to run again except that. I do think that he has a, a righteous uh, sense that maybe he's the guy uh, to initially come back and do what's necessary to get us back on track. And uh, I agree with you. I think we we need to really look at a, at a lot of the Latino uh, leaders that and and we've had listeners called up uh, John who who have said look we immigrated here legally we're about family we're about liberty we want to assimilate we want to be uh constructive uh members of uh of the culture here and uh so I think there's that groundswell that's building and John I think you may be Right on the money. Thanks so much for the call today, John. Really appreciate that. Our phone number here, 209-551-3483. As we discuss the ramifications, and this is, uh, my friends, as I told you at the beginning of the show today, my opinion is we are not looking at a tipping point in November or in November 2024. We're looking at crossing two Rubicons, and if we don't do it bravely, we may, in my opinion, lose the nation. We'll talk about it more coming up in uh, five minutes. Marie, hang in there. We'll get to you in five minutes. Mike Douglas Show, Power Talk 1360, KFIV. Talk to you after news, weather, and traffic. The show you love. Talking about the issues that are important to you. The Voice of the Valley. The Mike Douglas Show. Now every weekday from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here again is your host, Mike Douglas. Now welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas here serving as your personal 
concierge for conversation as we talk about the issues of the day that affect you and me directly right here in the Central Valley of California. And the big issue right now, we're talking about the ramifications of the raid yesterday upon the home of former President Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago. And our phone number here, if you'd like to uh, give us your reaction to that event yesterday, 209-551-3483. We'll hear uh, a couple of statements from Alan Dershowitz, Marco Rubio, and uh, Victor Davis Hanson has an interesting comment as well. All that coming up as we head into hour number two of the Mike Douglas Show. Before we do that, though, let's go to the phones, 209-551-3483. And Marcy from Modesto, welcome to the Mike Douglas Show. What are your thoughts today? Well, the raid yesterday had me um, thinking that the Russian dossier was a fake. And they went in to take a bunch of documents from his home. I think they're going to come up with a fake document to frame him and keep him from running for office again. Yeah, it's very interesting. There are many theories about why this was done. Some people saying we're wondering if uh, maybe some evidence was planted there. Uh, It's hard to know right now. Again, Marcy, I don't know about you. Uh, again, I, I grew up thinking the FBI was the rock-solid icon we could always count on. Right now, I have, I have grave doubts about the FBI. I've lost my confidence in it. And I, I don't know if evidence was planted or not, but, but Marcy, I think uh, a valid comment is one that you bring up, and that is that one of the motivations for all of this is probably to prevent him somehow from running in 2024. So what do you think he ought to do in response to this? I don't know. Sue the FBI. I'm, I can't imagine that they have any good reason to go into his home. Everything that's come out and all the actions that the government has taken against him have totally been egregious. Uh, They've got to be covering up or distracting us from some other wrongdoing that they're doing, Um, like hiring all those IRS agents, stockpiling ammo, uh, you know, and be coming to take our guns. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of shifty uh, business going on in the government, and I don't trust any any one of them, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Trust is uh, is a big issue. Quick question, Marcy, before I let you go. Do you think Donald Trump ought to run in 2024? Um, well, yeah, I think I think he would be great again. Um, I don't know if he's going to be so plagued with um, lawsuits or criminal action against him or who knows what. But despite the fact that they were attacking him about this Russian dossier that was fake the whole last, the whole last, um, uh, a- a- absolutely. So you're saying, uh, stay the course, Marcy, thanks for your call. Appreciate that very much. Our phone number here, two zero nine five, five, one, three, four, eight, three, two zero nine, five, five, one, three, four, eight, three. Let's go up the road a piece to Stockton and Rick. Hi, Rick. Welcome to the show. What do you think? 
Well, number one, I think you have to go back to the founding of the FBI under J. Edgar Hoover. It was one of the most corrupt organizations. You know, he used it for his personal uh, personal gain to be able to bribe different politicians to do it. You know what he wanted, especially in Congress. And you go up to the guy that got that fed Woodward and Bernstein all the information was a disgruntled FBI agent that uh, Nixon passed over for the job after Hoover died. So, you know, they have a long history. He had a TV show that made them look like uh, big heroes back in the 80s, and I think that's where a lot of people think about the FBI. But uh, well, that's I, a think, good point. I think you have a long history of corruption at the top, and uh, Comey and Ray are just carrying out the tradition. I, I think you're right. There's a, there's a narrative there that weaves itself through uh, at least four of the uh, uh, recent directors of the FBI. And Rick, you're right. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover was no angel. <laughs> and there were abuses back ar- around the founding of the FBI. I, and, and again, having been in law enforcement a long time ago, uh, worked with uh, FBI and, on some uh, issues, always found them to be um, uh, very straight up. And, but, uh, you know, there's the, there's the usual territorial stuff. That's, that's always uh, an issue. But in terms of corruption, it's not something that uh, w- would come to my mind. But now, uh, Rick, I, I think the FBI now definitely is tainted, and it may take quite a while. Uh, for it to regain its uh, former luster, whether it was deserved or not. And, and you're right, Hollywood does tend to uh, form our, uh, our opinions. Uh, and I'll ask you the same question, Rick. I asked uh, Marcy, uh, looking at Donald Trump, what he's going through right now. Do you think he ought to uh, run in 2024, or is this a, a danger, a, a warning that's now, saying I, not, not good at it? If he's... If he's if he's got the guts to run again, I'm all for him. You know, he, uh, you know, every, I think the people, what people don't understand about Trump is he's a Gemini, you know, and that's, uh, he's, you know, he go different ways on different things sometimes, but, uh, uh, you know, the man, everything he did was right for the country. Everything the Democrats accuse him of doing is what they're doing. And it just, uh, you know, it's insane, you know, drives you insane listening to it after a while. And it just, uh, you know, it's a shame because he's, I, I believe he's a true patriot, loves the country as I do. And uh, I, I'm afraid for a country you got these merchants in here. Now you're talking to Richard Pombo. I was at his last victory party. That's the last victory party I've been to in mm. this area. Because, mm. uh, you know, you know, what's taken over since he, he, he was pushed out. So. Good point, Rick. Uh, Rick, thank you. I'm all for Trump running. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that uh, very much. And uh, again, there's a theme here uh, you're hearing, and that is uh, that it's going to take a long time, we believe, for the FBI, if it can, to regain uh, its trust. Right now, there's an abuse of power. There's an, uh, there, the, the FBI is operating above the law, and those who are above the FBI like the Attorney General, Merrick Garland, and, and uh, the President himself, they are operating above the law. 
in a nation that is dedicated to the rule of law. So we, we have a lot of soul searching to do as we approach the midterm election coming up in November. Then, of course, the presidential elections in uh, November of 2024. Our number here, 209-551-3483. We're thinking about the raid yesterday. James from Manteca, what do you think about that raid yesterday? What state does this leave us in? Hi, Mike. I, uh, before I get to that, I just wanted uh, well, I think the raid was bad, and I think uh, Trump should go a second time, run a second time. He's a no-nonsense guy. I remember the term. Hannity used to say it. He's double stand, he double downs on people. So he'll be coming back nice and strong if he gets in. He, he could fire the whole FBI group. That Slash them all. Drain that swamp. I hate to say that because I thought the FBI was great, too. What bothers me is could if uh, he gets in, could he be impeached by Pelosi? And my second uh, statement was um, it's all public anyway. I think the illegals should be bused straight to San Francisco. Take the load off New York. It's a sanctuary city, Democrat city, and it's a shorter route. They could uh, have uh, instead of going the buses straight to New York, they could come right up to the uh, to San Francisco, unload them. There's Gavin Newsom there. I'm not being knock. I'm not knocking anybody or being funny, but why not? They'd all blend in nicely. Pelosi's there. Uh, old Barbara Boxer retired there. Again, it's a Democrat city. So Governor Abbott, you're doing a great job. If you can hear this, uh, bus them straight to San Francisco. Load them up. And uh, I think they'll be happier there, too. Shorter ride. <laughs> Shorter and, ride. Uh, James, the... James from Manteca, thanks for the call. Uh, talking about illegal immigration. And again, that that if, if Donald Trump decides to run again, that is going to be one of the huge issues that uh, he is going to have to address again. We seem to have a handle on that. Uh, the Biden administration came in and, and undid uh, a lot of those policies. And as we look at that raid last night, I think the the overlying issue, the, the big thing right now that we need to think about is the abuse of power. And we can't deal with illegal immigration. We can't deal with inflation. We can't deal with pandemics. We can't deal with infrastructure. We can't deal with droughts. We can't deal with wildfires. We can't deal with unemployment. We can't deal with China if we don't have the rule of law and a commitment to operating at the highest levels of government with integrity and with honesty. We don't have that right now. We don't have it in California, and we sure don't have it in Washington, D.C. Coming up in just three minutes, you know, one of my jobs, one of the hats I wear, as you know, is a vocational pastor. And according to Scripture, my job description is to equip the saints to serve. Well, we see my job description here, at least part of it, on the radio with you, is to provide you with as much information as we possibly can to allow you to effectively respond to the issues in front of us. And in that vein, I, I have some information I want to provide you from 
from uh, Alan Dershowitz, just incredible, uh, not only a professor of law from Harvard uh, emeritus, uh, but also a great constitutional scholar. We've talked about Marco Rubio earlier today. He has one or two comments. And then I want to bring this quote from Victor Davis Hanson directly about the FBI, what he thinks needs to be done. I think you'll find this fascinating. That's all coming up in three minutes as the Mike Douglas Show continues right here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. He's got issues. Let's talk about it. The Mike Douglas Show on air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. I uh, want to bring you some uh, excellent observations and, and quick uh, sound bites, analyses provided by some, some folks you know well. One of them is uh, Victor Davis Hansen. As you know, he's a well-known professor and historian, and he was interviewed on the Ingram Angle last night. And uh, Victor Davis Hanson gave this lead into a a pretty bold solution to the uh, Biden administration's abuse of FBI powers. And he began by saying that this raid on Donald Trump's Florida home is part of what he called a continuing narrative defined by a string of FBI directors. And we've had uh, several of you refer to those today, as did uh, Congressman Richard Pombo. I'm I'm going to encourage you to listen very carefully to Victor Davis Hanson's description of the dysfunctional and at times intentionally deceptive leadership over what used to be the world's premier law enforcement agency. So again, I encourage you to listen carefully to the deeds of directors Christopher Ray, Andrew McCabe, James Comey, and Robert Mueller. Christopher Ray evaded every question uh, to the Senate, and then he took off on a private FBI luxury jet to his favorite vacation spot in the Ariandocks and said he had to go home. He replaced Andrew McCabe, who lied four times to a federal investigator and concocted or helped concoct that crazy idea of wearing a wire to entrap the president of the United States, who was the head of Hillary Clinton's email investigation while his wife was running for office and a recipient of a pack related to Clinton money, who replaced James Comey, who lied or misled or said he couldn't remember 245 times under oath to a House Intelligence Committee, who went out of a private meeting with the President of the United States, uh, took notes on FBI devices and then leaked it for his own personal benefit to the media, who took over from Robert Mueller, whose special investigation reached a a real nadir when he testified that the two catalysts for his investigation, the Steele dossier and Fusion GPS, he said this under oath, he had no idea what either was. So those directors and that Washington hierarchy are the narrative, and we've got to, I think they should break up the FBI, disperse its bureaus throughout the federal government, it's got too much power, it's a threat. And it's a danger to democracy. It really is. It's asymmetrical. Asymmetrical, as as you no doubt know, means being out of shape, uh, distorted, not right. And so Victor Davis Hanson saying uh, the FBI right now is asymmetrical. It's it's out of shape. It, it's distorted. It's not right. So he cited the directors, uh, Christopher Ray, Andrew McCabe, James Comey, Robert Mueller, 
excellent analyses there, and he's pointing out that they are factors and an equation that adds up to abuse of power, uh, of abuse of constitutional rights, abuse of unfettered authority that looks very much now in the United States like the police states of places like Nicaragua. Now, once again, uh, Victor Davis Hansen on his solution, and I encourage you to listen very carefully to this, his suggestion to how we deal with the corruption of the FBI. I think they should break up the FBI, disperse its bureaus throughout the federal government. It's got too much power. It's a threat, and it's a danger to democracy. It really is. It's asymmetrical. Wow. So what do you think? Should the FBI, as it is structured now, be broken up? Do you think it's too far gone? Has the has the poison of current and previous directors seeped so deeply into the Bureau that it can no longer operate with integrity and honesty, according to the rule of law? Victor Davis Hansen suggesting it needs to be broken up and uh, divided into uh, other federal departments. Interesting thought. What do you think? Does the FBI need to look different? Does it need to be broken up? 209-551-3483, our number, 209-551-3483. And while you're thinking about that, you know Alan Dershowitz, one of the great legal minds of our day, uh, Harvard Law Professor Emeritus. And what I like about um, Alan Dershowitz And and remember, Alan Dershowitz is a liberal Democrat. He is not a Republican. Uh, He he is a liberal Democrat. But what I like about Alan Dershowitz is he stands on principle. He doesn't waver from principle. And and so when, when the man speaks, may not agree with him. We may not agree with him, but he's consistent. And uh, here's what Alan Dershowitz had to say on uh, Hannity uh, last night. The key point that everybody's missing here is that Donald Trump was not in Mar-a-Lago. So there was no reason not to issue a subpoena returnable tomorrow so that there's no claim that Trump could have destroyed anything. This should have been a subpoena, not a search warrant. If it is a search warrant, It has to have a high level of cause demonstrating that the evidence would have been destroyed. Not only that, but under the law, if you seize a safe, you don't go into the safe. You have to get a special warrant to get into the safe. And you have to prove that the material in the locked safe would have been destroyed. So it seems to me that they have violated the rules of the Justice Department. They have gone after both a former president and a future candidate, and they darn well better have smoking gun proof, which I don't see happening. And clearly, there's been a double standard here. But even if it was a single standard, it's not good enough. You don't get a warrant unless a subpoena won't suffice. In a democratic rule of law country, you do it legitimately. You go to the lawyer, you say, by tomorrow, I want that safe delivered to the Justice Department. I want these documents turned over. And unless you can demonstrate that there was a very substantial chance 
they would have been maliciously destroyed, which would have been a serious, serious crime. I mean, that would be a serious crime. That's Nixon. And there's no evidence that that happened here. All right. So there's Alan Dershowitz, who voted for Joe Biden, who is a he describes himself as a liberal Democrat. And he's calling the FBI out. He's calling the Biden administration out, saying this is wrong. And this is one of the premier experts on the Constitution. He's written books on the Constitution, on Article 4 of the Constitution. This is a learned man. And again, what I appreciate about Alan Dershowitz is I may not always agree with him, but when he speaks, he holds fast to his principles and he doesn't flex on principle. And I like principled people. So I appreciate his comments, and we'll get your comments coming up in five minutes here on The Mike Douglas Show, 209-551-3483, back in five minutes on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. With the big news of the day, here's more of the Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We are mulling over, reacting to the uh, sobering raid upon Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago yesterday by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Our phone number here, 209 209- Five five one three four eight three. Let's go back to the phones because Kathleen from Oakdale has been patiently waiting. Welcome, Kathleen. What are your observations today? Well, the FBI search of the former president's home is wrong, but is not worse than killing Ashley Babbitt, and um, and does not it does pick off traffickers and stop trafficking and. Uh, that, to me, is the role of government, especially at the time of the revolution. It seems like everybody knows that's the role of government, is to pick off traffickers and stop trafficking. And that's what, at the time of every revolution throughout history, um, that's what everybody knows. Both sides of the war knows that that's the role of government. And um, so it's really fighting over um, that there's going to even be a government or not. It's either going to be... Uh, ruled by organized crime doing the trafficking. The country is going to be ruled by organized crime doing trafficking, or it's going to be ruled by a government that actually picks off traffickers and stops trafficking. And so that's what is upsetting to me about this uh, search of the president's home is that it's not the, um, and that's why it's wrong is because it's not the role of government. And, uh, Okay, let, let me. Uh, I want to make sure that that we understand our, our terms here uh, very quickly, Kathleen. I appreciate the call. When you mm-hmm. say trafficking, are you talking about human trafficking, drug trafficking? Uh, help, help me understand that a bit. Uh, human trafficking, definitely. And then there's all the uh, products, uh, the gross domestic products. Those actual products, and. Um, uh, Throughout history, people, um, they steal those products and then they sell those products uh, and they so they profit off of other people's products that other people have made, literally, and other people, they profit from the sale of products that other people have made. And that kind of traffic, which is pirating, it's, it's, it's 
it, basically it's being a pirate. But there is human trafficking involved in that because they don't just stop at stealing their products. They actually take the people as slaves and have the people as slaves make the products. Yeah, there's and, definitely uh, a problem and there's, at there's the selling of the definitely body, a problem at the at the border on that. Kathleen got a couple of calls uh, waiting here, so I want to make sure we uh, squeeze them in. Uh, appreciate your call, Kathleen. Thank you very much. By the way, Kathleen. Uh, I was out in Oakdale uh, with my wife on uh, Friday afternoon. They had a very nice car show out at the uh, Oakdale Country Club. I've only, I think I've only been there. I'm not a golfer. I'd been there to speak for something many years ago. But uh, there was a really nice car show out there, nice music and uh, good food. It was kind of a good date night. So anyway, uh, we had a good time in Oakdale. Uh, the other night, Kathleen. So, uh, again, thank you for your city. Thank you for your call. Let's go back to the phones, 209-551-3483. Debbie from Stanislaus. Debbie, what's your reaction to uh, this FBI raid yesterday? First of all, before I give you my opinion, which you know I always give you my opinion, Mike, I don't think we're going to be able to thank you enough for being where you are. I don't know when it began, how you made it happen. I don't know the history of all of it. But I don't know what we would do without you. And you're giving us a voice because we never had a voice before. Now I'll give you my voice, okay? As you do, I come from Southern California. I can read out verse by verse by verse about Southern California. I don't have the accolades you do. I come from a different part of Southern California, the down and dirty part, the government. I worked on different government programs. I know what the government's capable of. But let's get to the FBI. That's what's really significant in the calls that have come in in the last few minutes. The FBI has always been corrupt. Now let's go back and prove if Debbie's right or wrong. Okay? Can we do that, Mike? Go all the way back to Bill Clinton. And then come forward and take on every single law that's been broken and the FBI has been part of it. So we can't just all of a sudden say, oh, gee, the FBI's done us wrong. We've got to take care of this problem. We should have done that a long time ago. There are a lot of things we should have done, including naive Mr. Trump, who I love to pieces and back again. And my heart cries for him and his family. But Mr. Trump should have emptied that White House when he took the presidency. Everybody knew it. It wasn't a hidden agenda. It was out in the open. It was suggested, and finally, the only person he finally listened to was his wife. And one day she went into his office and she said, I can't hold it back anymore. You're going to have to do it. I have gotten so many people that have told to me in confidence that you're surrounded by your enemies. We've got to empty this White House. Do you remember any of that, sir? I, I do, and uh, Debbie, I, I agree with you. I think one of the failures of the Trump administration, and, and we all, not we all, a lot of people kind of snickered at, thought it was funny, thought it was cute uh, when they talked about draining the swamp. Should have done that. Should have done that. The problem is the cancers that were left in place have, have grown and metastasized, 
and now are threatening to bring the country down. And uh, by the way, uh, Debbie, you talked about Donald Trump listening to his wife uh, as a uh, as a husband. I always do that, Debbie. I always listen to my wife because oftentimes I have filters up that uh, she is able uh, to pierce. So I'm I'm all for listening to our wives, uh, my friends, and uh, listening to what they have to say. Debbie, thanks for the call. And I, I think uh, Debbie bringing up a good point that uh, the, the FBI has, has not been all bright and shiny and uh, without uh, problems. Uh, it has a history. And if we look, and I think Debbie's right, if we look at recent history, we see the failures of uh, of the FBI and uh, I think I think as as what happened yesterday begins to unfold we're going to hear lies we're going to hear deceptions it's going to become very very difficult in order to ferret out what's true and what's not true I I frankly uh, tomorrow or tomorrow yesterday yesterday with his raid uh, Debbie that did it for me I, you know, we often, so many people say, well, it's not the rank and file of the FBI. Well, it was rank and file, probably, that were conducting that raid. Now, we've heard, I think, from, was it Kevin McCarthy that has uh, said this, that uh, what some 10 to 14 uh, whistleblowers from the FBI have approached him uh, complaining about things. Uh, it is not. It is not to say that that I want to, uh, with a broad brush, say that the entire FBI is corrupt. The problem is that corruption has seeped so far into the system that the system now is unable to reject it. And again, Victor Davis Hanson suggested we need to break it up and make it part of perhaps some other federal agencies. But the the it has a toxic system right now. It has systemic toxicity, and that needs to be taken care of. It needs to be handled. And I don't know that there are many other people other than someone like Donald Trump who is willing to take the hits, who really I don't want to say he doesn't care what people seem to think about him, but he's willing uh, to act and take the hits. Well, I don't like his tweets. Well, I don't like his tweets either, but I do like his policies. I like the fact that he led us into energy independence. I like the fact that he was able to stand up to China and to Russia. I like the fact that the Keystone uh, XL pipeline was was on its way to being able to deliver us millions and millions and billions of gallons of of uh, oil. I like the fact that the rule of law was uh, was a hallmark of his administration. Now there were those who were attempting in the House of Representatives to unseat him, to discredit him. There were FBI people who falsified FISA warrants, for goodness sakes, and that was allowed to continue. So I don't know whoever is in the White House in 2024 better have a spine, better have some guts. And does it need to be Donald Trump? Maybe. 
Maybe. We'll talk about it more as we continue. I want to provide you in a couple of minutes with two quick quotes from uh, Marco Rubio. I think they are very good as well. And uh, then we'll talk about a few other topics as well coming up in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. On air and online. Take the Mike Douglas Show with you with the iHeartRadio app. Search 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on this Tuesday afternoon. A couple of footnotes here to our discussion of the FBI raid on uh, former President Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago, in Florida, while he was in uh, New York. Absolutely astounding. And the problem with this, again, kind of wrap this up, is that precedent has now been set. And it's going to take some doing to undo this precedent. What precedent am I talking about? The precedent of if you don't like going out of office, if you want to be reelected, then you use the FBI as your private police force to uh, cancel out your competition. This is horrible. This is corrupt. There's no longer any question now. It is, it is in stone now that the Biden administration is corrupt and is corruptly using the FBI as its own private police force to operate above the law. That is no longer debatable. Last night sealed that deal. Marco Rubio. Senator Marco Rubio had uh, something to say about this uh, last night. He plainly and succinctly says why the raid on Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home ushers in a new era of what I would call a police state in the United States of America. This is what happens in places like Nicaragua, where last year every single person that ran against Daniel Ortega for president, every single person that put their name on the ballot was arrested and is still in jail. Yeah, well, that's where we're headed. Last night was the first volley that leads us into that precedent. We are becoming Nicaragua or Venezuela. We are becoming a banana republic. It's no longer we're like one. We're becoming one. We've now dipped our toes in the water and we're about to be submerged into it. And it's on the watch of Joe Biden. I don't know what you want to do with that, but that's what's true. Marco Rubio also rightly pointed out why this raid sets the stage, as I've just said, for a very dangerous precedent for future elections. You're playing with fire. This is dangerous because someone else will be in power one day. And now you have created the precedent for them to do this back to you. And then we become the third world. We become the third world. Well, last night, I would say, wasn't our first step in that direction. We've had 18 months, almost two years, I suppose, of moving very rapidly in that direction. 
And again, my job here, as I see it, is do what I can to bring you as much information as possible so that you can make informed, rational, reasonable decisions when you vote in November, on November 8, 2022, and looking ahead to November 2024. This is absolutely necessary that we stand our ground. And again, as I said before earlier in the show today, I believe it's absolutely important that we do not try to respond in the way the opposition does, but to respond in ways that are married to the truth, that are married to dignity, that are married to honesty, and that are married to integrity. Those are the principles, if we rely upon them, that will carry us forward and will carry us to victory. It is no time, again, to go into the fetal position and say, woe are we. Or woe is me, if you want to make it personal. Now's the time for us to stand our ground. It is absolutely necessary, in my opinion. Dershowitz, by the way, yesterday pointed out, and he was on several programs, I think this was one on on Newsmax, he pointed out that the principle of the presumption of innocence, a key principle in our rule of law, is now being ignored. It's applied only in theory, but not in practice. Yeah, it's applied in theory, but not in practice. Back to the phones, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Back to the cowboy capital of the world in Oakdale, California. Ryan, Ryan, welcome to the show today. What are your thoughts about the FBI raid and the consequences of it? Well, Mr. Douglas, uh, this one is uh, <laughs> very interesting because uh, it, it goes back to a man with a little mustache on his face in Germany, mm. Adolf Hitler. In 1938 to 1940, had Russians and Jews removed from Berlin and other places with these people called brown shirts. And who they were, were they, they basically were police that were politically motivated. And that's what the FBI reminds me of right now. Mm. That's exactly what they remind me of right now. They're no better than that. No better than that. And so my greatest fear is the left is pushing people like cancel culture Antifa and we're seeing basically in college campuses and look, just look at Portland, Oregon, how Antifa has taken over there. It is getting to a point now where I feel that as an American, we are, there's extremists on both sides of the aisle. I'm not, I'm admitting that there's extremists on both sides and it's very disturbing that we can no longer have a conversation on really anything, religious disagreements or political disagreements is because just how sensitive the climate is politically right now, and this is just a, a another raw example in our faces, is basically my, my comment is when is enough enough? And we go back to a 
constitutional rational thinking, it's got to stop. It's, it's just it's got to stop. Ryan, what do you think about uh, this? Uh, I don't know if you heard it early on, but it was this quick 10-second uh, uh, quote from Victor Davis Hanson. He's recommending that we break up the FBI, we restructure it. Uh, do you think that's uh, a viable solution? Is that something we need to look at? I do. I do. I believe we need serious, serious police reform in this country. It only takes about 500 hours to become a police officer here in this country and um, other parts of the world. It takes longer. And we have a serious problem, especially all the way up, honestly, all the way up to the attorney general with Eric Garland. It goes as far as up to that. I even believe, I hate saying it, even to the director of the Pentagon, uh, Austin, I think that's his last name. Mm -hmm. It goes even deeper. I think it's such such a deep, this is why they hated Donald Trump, because he's a symbol of constitutional authority what it what it means to be an american so they the, the corruption has been going on for so long that when they finally had somebody in there that's telling them hey you can't do that anymore that's why they were going after him so much and that's that's all that's all this is and i do believe the fbi should be dwindled down to separate organizations i think that would be a great thing yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm leaning in that direction. Ryan, thanks so much for the call. Appreciate that. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, and we will be back with you tomorrow, 3 to 5 p.m., right here on the Mike Douglas Show. So much appreciate my time with you, 3 to 5 p.m., Monday through Friday, here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Have a wonderful night. Stay the course, my friends. Do not give up. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.